All right, uh, everybody, thank you very much for joining us for Desmadre Podcast number 22. Um, we're drinking beer this time. We're back at it. We're back on the wagon. Gluten free. Off the wagon. Crafted to remove gluten. Yeah. Um, if you love gluten, which most of you do, then uh, leave a five-star review. <laughs> and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, anyway, if you do listen to the podcast, please share it, share the YouTube video or share, uh, the, uh, you know, iTunes link with your friends and family and really appreciate it. Uh, this week is going to be fun because we, uh, have had a couple of fun things happen this week. You might want to. one way of describing yeah. it. <laughs> well, he's talking about what happened last night, which yeah. we finally went to the open mic and did, uh, each did a five minute set. And we both, I think, I definitely crashed and burned. Yeah, me like, too, for pretty, sure. Pretty hard. It was about as good as anybody's first time. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Um, or as bad, yeah. As bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, on Sunday, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday yeah. we went to Pride. Yeah. And we San shot in El Mundo, Pride. which yeah. should we should have released already. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But for let's sure. talk about the comedy stuff first. That no. shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> how, um, how do you, how did you feel this morning, dude? I was depressed, you know, I um, thought I had it all figured out, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man it's, uh, but it was cool, it was a good experience, uh, I would definitely like to try again. Yeah, so would I, you yeah. know, honestly, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think either of us put a lot of planning into it. I yeah. surely didn't. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, yeah. We, I did. I was gonna not do it. And yeah, then yeah. You, I, actually, he'd been, you know, trying to do this for weeks. And yeah. So I finally was like, oh, we're gonna do it this week. Yeah. And then when I got here, like at three, I was like, Nah, I'm not ready. I was like, Bitch, you yeah. are. I was like, yeah. You're going. <laughs> yeah. So we did technically write out, like you know, like a bits, um, five minute it, yeah. set, if you will, and. Um, so yeah, you know, it's if anybody familiar with open mics, you know that they're, you know, in like a kind of a bar setting, people aren't oh, really God, paying attention yeah. and yeah. um as soon as you lose people, like they immediately turn to their friends and you know, start talking and you know, drinking and shit and it can get kind of rowdy. Yep. Um so I know we've already talked about um this this place in particular. This place in particular. Just to recap briefly, yeah, it's this like dive bar here in downtown San Jose. Our homie Atu Walker, shout out to him for allowing us to grace the stage. Man. <laughs> he's like a, a comic here in San Jose, and he's really good. He's the host. Now we've known him for a while. He's he did a, a few funny things last night. Yeah, I can see why he does this because he basically allows him to do stand up all night. Yeah, yeah. Because he just pops in between the guests and does his own little bits and tries yeah. to do. And he stuff. fucking played the harmonica at one point. <laughs> oh, he what was the really fuck? good. What the? I had no idea he played the harmonica. Yeah. But uh, all that being said, yeah, so it's, you know, typical kind of fucking dank dive bar. And it's loud. It's like, loud. people don't give a fuck. Well, half the people aren't there for the stand-up. Yeah, yeah. They're just there They're just drinking. there to drink. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, just another day, another night to, to drink. Um, so if anything that I, that I learned is that you just have to commit. You know, the guys that go up there or the guys and girls that go up there, uh, you just have to commit to what you're saying regardless of whether you think it's good or not you just have to just fucking power through and that was my mistake is that like i was saying shit and then i would look up and see if people were reacting and then i'd kind of lose myself and be like fuck yeah you definitely <laughs> lost track a few times yeah, yeah. you were like yeah. swerving <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah i think um yeah you got to be able to read the room a little bit and kind of like just pace yourself and just yeah i mean i wish if i were to do it over that first time again i just would have stuck to the script that i not that it was like i would i would have said it word for word but um as soon as like i looked up the first time and i saw that people weren't totally engaged with my story <laughs> I well your was, set the other thing too i think was like your set was more like a story you know yeah, like yeah, you were yeah. it was like kind of long yeah and what i was thinking is that this sort of place coming out of that and and the thing for me is i actually had never been to this open, mm -hmm. this open mic mm -hmm. so i had no idea kind of what the crowd was like that's why well Number one, this fucker Sammy decided to go first. Yeah, which I was like, hell no. Yeah, but, I, feel, I just wanted to get it out of the way. Like, I, like, <laughs> I mean, it was funny because uh, yeah, the Atu literally, um, the guy who hosts it, you know, like um, the comics that want to go up, they'll text him beforehand, and then when he actually, when you actually get there, he has this like you know notepad of like the list of people in the order that they want to go in. What's well, cool because it's a journal, and yeah. you can tell he keeps it from week. It's the same journal every week, yeah, so yeah. he knows like who's been every week. Which yeah, kind of cool for him and for so, the history of the caravan. If you will. So he walked up to us 
And he's like, what, when do you all want to go? He showed us his notepad. And I said that the number one slot was not filled in. <laughs> I was like, just fuck it. I'll just go first and get this fucking shit over with. And then, yeah, you went seventh, right? Or sixth or seventh? I was seventh, but I think it ended up being sixth. Yeah. Somebody no-showed or right. something like that. Um, so, so that was crazy. But yeah. then the other thing I noticed is that, like, the long stuff, it's just too kind of Personal, noisy. Yeah. It's too noisy of a place. And yeah. people are not – it's it's not a – like, the long-form kind of stuff works better when the cap, the audience is captive and it's kind of a quiet comedy club. Yeah, I think people, that would be tight to try that. Um, I don't know how funny it would be then even, but – Right, uh, you're but, right. Yeah, it's it's you gotta just uh, you gotta like punch. Yeah. Like this is this sort of club is more. It seems like, and I don't. Again, I'm not like a comedy stand up. I don't know anything about this shit. Sure. But it seemed like you need to go in there hitting, and you need to start strong really fast because as soon as you if yeah. you start slow, everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah, they'll turn around. Yeah, and like I said, yeah, they'll they'll yeah. They'll, if you lose them within your yeah, if you don't start strong, then they'll immediately just get on their phone or start yeah. talking to their friends that are there yeah so i felt like the first two little segments that i did like or the first two or three little things because i had three little tiny like things and yeah. then i went into the longer yeah yeah like i got a few chuckles you know but then i started as soon as i started going into the longer one yeah yeah i, I could tell people were just like nah yeah yeah nah and then, then, then it was also weird because, like, as soon as it, like I was doing a like you know this this gay story mm-hmm. um, for pride for no, pride <laughs> for pride week. Um, it wasn't like an insulting story, but it was like joking about kind of nature versus nurture or whatever, mm-hmm. and like using an incident in my childhood that may have turned me gay or not. Yeah. And um, I asked at some point if anybody was gay or not. And there was actually a lot of gay people there. Yeah. And so then they were listening. And then as soon as the story kind of progressed, I could tell that they were like, nah, this is this guy's full of shit. Yeah. Like he doesn't know about this experience, which is true. Like I absolutely, yeah, you yeah. know? So I was like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. this, is the, this is the wrong crowd for this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel like you have to, you have to have like almost like double, like the 10 minutes worth of shit ready in your back pocket because a lot of it is not going to be heard by everybody you know so like you you more or less have to uh recognize that like half the shit that you're saying like half the people there are going to miss it you know well so. the the other thing i mean to that end is that like the people who were kind of doing well i mean they were literally fucking screaming yeah yeah like it's that's like, one thing that i think um because y- your the way that you had written your stuff out they were good jokes but you weren't projecting yourself yeah. well. It, it was like the the, it, and it's kind of weird too when you're up on the stage and you you can't really hear yourself. Yeah, and you don't know if you're being loud enough or not. Yeah, yeah. But um, th- it was almost like the inverse problem that we had where I feel I think I was being loud enough, but you know I just kind of tripped up and didn't really like <laughs> fully commit to the shit that I was saying, and you just weren't um like projecting loud enough because yeah people that go up there they're fucking yelling they're yeah like, the people who actually did well that's the one common thing regardless yeah. of like whether the the content or whatever yeah. was that they're loud yeah and they're just like because then people turn around they almost have no fucking choice yeah like the the woman that went after me um she had like a really loud kind of grating voice and i thought that she was actually kind of uh it was kind of cool because she had a fucking stuttering problem yeah and she, you could tell that she was kind of um, almost like using or doing stand up. I, I don't to know get, this like chick get story. therapy or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like yeah. fucking props to her for um, being able to fucking do that shit. And yeah, one of her bits was about going to a um, stuttering conference. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. It, she it was, was good. Yeah, she was pretty good. Um, and f- but yeah, I uh, we taped each other. I haven't watched mine yet, and Sammy yeah. hasn't watched his. I yeah. watched yours earlier, uh-huh. and it, it's kind of weird. Like it just kind of is like a slow. Like I thought, I I thought you had uh, forgotten like the setup of the first kind of joke. Yeah, and I think that was another problem. Was but but you did it. But it was it. What happened was like it was way. You just too- fucking delete that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try the next one. I'm not gonna put it anywhere. But uh, you should watch it. But it's bit, like what I saw is like okay, that's not a bad bit. But it, like the setup was too far from the the punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so people were like, "What? What is he talking yeah. about?" You know, and that's, that's the other thing because people it's so loud, like, and the attention span so short. Yeah, like if you can't do a boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like they'll they'll get lost. They'll get oh. lost. Yeah, because I got lost. Yeah, this dude, um, this dude that was sitting, it's just like a small dive bar, right? And um, so the table that's right next to the to the stage is like you know like ten feet away from you, 
and there was like this group of people there and at one point one of the guy was like bro this is supposed to be comedy yeah yeah he, he said then, that really early too. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 and then that dude eventually got fucking dragged out because he was so smashed <laughs> no it was his friend who no said it was that no it was that guy it was that guy, it was that guy okay, yeah wow i thought it was the blonde guy the blonde guy was actually being pretty cool he was actually kind of um this like older like 40 year old dude with like a fucking mohawk he was trying to be enthusiastic yeah yeah so that was cool yeah um yeah but on to the next week what did uh uh sammy's girlfriend claudia she was there yeah what did she say i think she was just like cool for going up and um if anything i think it does help to have people that you know there so you feel maybe like a little more comfortable because you know she's used to all that really retarded stupid ass shit that i'm saying like just on the regular that it's not that i said anything shocking but for me it is you do feel a little more comfortable that's uh, weird they're that's, playing I, to I people would think the playing to people really yeah because I, I was like like i didn't even i mean larissa knew i was doing this yeah yeah but i was like not even telling her to go i was just like yeah yeah i wasn't saying don't go but i right. was not like normally i'm like oh you should you know i try to get her out or yeah, whatever, yeah. But i was like nah yeah this, this could be a disaster unless it's um i feel that's what's kind of interesting about stand-up comics you know they're all fucking psychopaths and they're um you uh if it was if i was doing bits about her or you know our relationship then it might be uncomfortable mm-hmm. but i i wasn't so i and i knew i wasn't going to be talking about that shit so yeah i didn't really feel like that she was going to be kind of like watching something or listening to something that was like out of pocket in any way and like i said she's kind of used to my girlfriend as you saw that really dumb shit that i'm saying constantly so yeah if anything she was like oh good job you know like Good job. I was like, this, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was cool as far as like, yeah, uh, open mics. Um, I'm curious if, um, like I said, if we were to try the shit that we had written out in a more controlled environment, uh, whether it would do well. Um, because yeah, like it's I, I still think, because this is what I told you beforehand. I was like, it needs kind of more like, not jokes, but it needs like, it's the story's cool yeah but it's not like you know it's not punchy you know it needs more like insight or more twists to the story or something like that yeah Uh, i'm uh, curious if uh with comedians because there i feel like there are certain uh type styles that do well like fucking birdman who was there Birdman's like this described as grumpy old cholo from here in uh, San Jose and I th- he knows uh he somehow knows Isaac and Felipe Esparza. Yeah, he uh, opens up yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um so his style is like, you know, just that fucking grumpy old cholo which is like a label that Atu gives him the host. But uh, his style is like shock. Yeah, yeah. He just that's all he does is try to say shit that's really funny. Well, yeah, but it's like the the it's really raunchy and it does well in like a dive bar like that. Whereas, you know, you think of someone like, imagine someone like Mitch Hedberg or Dimitri Martin in that yeah. setting, you know, like, I, w- I wonder how people like comics like Dimitri Martin or Mitch, Mitch Hedberg worked on shit at open mics if they. Well, I think there are some open mics that are actually <coughs> more respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that but way. This is, yeah, this yeah, is it's cool like, too, a, like too. At a true comedy club yeah. where people aren't going to be doing that, yeah. you know, and people yeah. are like told to shut the fuck up if they're docking in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is just a special place where, yeah, you can get bulldozed pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best place to learn at. I mean, I... I, I think it's necessary, but yeah, it may not be the best. It may, like, cause you to make your act a certain way. Yeah, That's definitely. Not, you know. For sure. Um, because, yeah, I don't I don't personally... I would not want to do shit like that. I don't want to... Yell? Uh, yell and <laughs> shit, and it's more like... Because, you know, I, some of my favorite comedians are the people like Mitch Hedberg who are just like, you're just kind of waiting to see what the fuck they're saying. And they're like really subtle and their pacing is um, slower and, and kind of subtle, more subtle. So, um, yeah, these, these are all just a list of excuses as to why <laughs> we fucking bombed like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like you, de- you definitely came out with some like good energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like th- your little asides and stuff were good. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, I don't know. I have I've got to see the tape because I, I definitely was more like rambly. Yeah, yeah. You know? And again, it's just like you just have to. I think the the, um, I think I was good at just projecting myself just because we've done mundo so much. Yeah. And like I know to just and also like with a microphone, like if you're you have it close to your 
<clears throat> to your mouth and you're really kind of like project like directing your your voice into the mic then it's loud enough um but like i was saying yeah it, it was kind of like the inverse of um you had good jokes i think what you had written would do well if you just literally practiced it in a way where you were just really confident and um and were just projecting it loud enough yeah you know what i'm saying because the, the way you had written your stuff was de- like more in a uh, joke format you know it's like yeah that are like one to the punches yeah like the the one two yeah punches, it was one whereas, to one to one yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, that guy's supposed to be comedy, bro. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you my life story. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so that was that. Uh, what were we saying? On Sunday, we went to to San Francisco Pride. Yeah, yeah. We went out there for like four hours. Yeah, about four hours. I had actually never been. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised at at how many people there were and how big the parade was. Yeah, and like it's like what, like ten blocks or something. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, they supposedly started at ten thirty, and we were there until about two, and that and shit was, was still, still going. Yeah, the parade. Like was literally, still... there were still people that were part of the parade were still going. You know, because it's like a line of people. A lot of corporations as we saw um that go down and um that are part of the parade yeah and it's it's yeah it's like a big fucking you know i don't know it's, it's basically like mardi gras dude yeah it it's really gay is mardi like, gras, gay yeah. mardi gras. <laughs> uh, that's all it is yeah uh i mean that's not all it is because obviously there's a, a social component and a social reason for doing it yeah um but in terms of the vibe it is very much like mardi gras I mean, yeah you don't get the sense yeah that you're like at like a fucking like march you know like a totally it's not yeah it's not pointed um in a way that's it's not somber it's not yeah like, yeah it's not like serious in any way mm-hmm. maybe like at the celebration thing where they're having speakers or something like that but the parade is definitely rowdy yeah um, like literally naked dudes like just completely and naked chicks. Ch- yeah. and chicks yeah that just yeah like fucking People just walking around completely, like, nude, half nude, mostly, like, you know, it's just crazy. And, like, um, you know, uh, San Francisco does not allow open containers, but they definitely, like, didn't care on that day. People were drinking in the streets. There was dudes selling weed out of jars. Yeah. Glass jars, just holding them up, being like, it was weed. Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, people said, like, just, like, um, coolers with beer, and they were selling it. Yeah, basically dudes just posted up outside, (laughs) and we were selling Coronas for, like, three bucks, and, like, waters and sodas, and, like, it was fucking rowdy. Market was ghetto as shit, man. Yeah. That place is is definitely rowdy. Yeah. Um, But we got some good, the, the thing that I thought was really cool was there was actually a lot of Latinos. Yeah. A whole lot, a whole lot of Mexicans out there. Yeah um celebrating themselves celebrating with their friends yeah um and there were definitely was like a very large contingency of that that group For sure. and we did not have like we actually ended up like the el mundo that we shot there ended up being mostly latinos that we talked yeah. to and we weren't even really trying yeah it just kind of would pop up and they seemed to be like super happy to talk to us i mean anytime yeah. sammy would start talking in spanish ah los español yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 so that was really dope um, you guys have seen it by now. It should have, we're gonna drop it tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We um, just t- touch on this briefly, but um, so they were selling. A lot of people had these uh, these Mexican flags mm. that were uh, that had been reappropriated. It was like the it was like a rainbow flag. With you, you could say that it was a <laughs> rainbow flag that was reappropriated with yeah. a Mexican symbol yeah. and not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> have glass, uh, glass half full. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever your perspective is. Exactly. Yeah. It, it visually, you know, artistically speaking, it was pretty cool looking. Yeah. Um, but you know, there were like these big flags and, uh, we posted this picture to our Instagram and our Facebook and, you know, to no one's surprise, there was a lot of people like shitting on, um, that picture. I guess there were people like, Oh, uh, it's a shame to see my flag. Uh, misrepresented this way and it kind of yeah it kind of it bothered me just because 
when we were there it just felt so cool to be there you know and like it to see people like really enjoying themselves and being like really um you know just having a genuinely fucking cool last time and just fucking celebrating themselves being fucking gay you know i quite frankly felt privileged to be there and witness that shit i was like damn this is really tight well what's <laughs> cool about the flag too is that in many ways it is a protest it's kind of like a fuck you to machismo yeah like, yeah you know which is dope exactly like, so people yeah. should be upset fuck yeah them. yeah <laughs> and so yeah the comments yeah of course there's people that um you know were uh, not happy with the yeah the, the mexican flag being tainted by fucking gayness or some yeah, shit yeah if you haven't so. seen it basically go to our instagram or yeah. to our facebook yeah. it's basically the green and the red part of the flag are rainbows yeah and yeah. the center is white with the mexican thing yeah with the eagle perched on a cactus um i mean if it would have been like it had a dildo in his mouth instead of the snake yeah. maybe that would have been yeah. crossing the line <laughs> maybe <laughs> not for me but maybe yeah, I understand. maybe yeah. but i thought it was still in very good taste yeah, and of course. appropriate for, for sure. the occasion. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, what the fuck do we know? Um, well, you know, it's basically, you know, there's two two things to that. Some people were saying, like, it's disrespectful to the flag and blah, blah, blah. But, and, and that's, I think that's bullshit. Like, I think it's like, you know, that's, they're using that excuse. We're just, just continuing to lose followers as yeah. the days go. If you're on. upset, well, no, but those, those people probably don't listen to this podcast. And yeah. If they do and they're you're upset about it, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go read, go read a fucking a book about this and educate yourself or, <laughs> or come out of the closet already <laughs> yeah um that's like i was reminded of what um yosimar was saying that it's usually like the most like macho men they're yeah. always like fucking like hitting on him and shit yeah and yeah the, the like day laborers and whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah like um where the fuck was i going with that um but there's two things to to oh man, I totally lost my track there. My track. I was I was also gonna say something. Um, another thing that that was cool was um, or interesting that I uh, didn't expect was uh, <clears throat> was we asked we were asking people um, the, oh, the their puto. obsession with the word puto with Mexican people's obsession with the word puto, and um, I, I I we personally I thought that people were going to respond is like, oh, you know, because Mexican culture is, you know, very machista and there's uh, problematic in that way. But uh, a lot of the people that we asked that question to, they were just like, yeah, it's just, it's not a, it's just like a word, you know, it's like a, the, the Mexican people that are, that were raised in Mexico are, I guess, fucking, I guess, desensitized to that word at this point that they, that they don't, uh, view it as uh, like de- as derogatory as I thought. I thought that mm. by by saying puto is like like we talked about in the last podcast. I thought it was kind of the equivalent of saying like uh, faggot, you know, of calling people a fag and kind of like. Um, uh, no, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. Some of them say basically that they use it as like a almost like they've kind of appropriated it themselves. Yeah, you know? yeah, like as a pride thing, and so yeah. they like it's kind of like they refer to each other. Hey, yeah you know yeah and so it's kind of a funny thing but yeah you know that that's a weird situation and just like the n-word right where you're allowed to use it but other people aren't allowed to use it yeah for sure (laughs) that doesn't make it right for uh other folks to use and we've talked about the word like beaner and shit like i love the word beaner um and you know so my friends might be like what's up beaner but yeah, if some white dude came up and called me a beaner, I'm like, oh, the fuck do you think? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and was there a reason? Um, like I didn't see that in the edit. Like this is just is not kind of. Uh, I just. I sh- hold on a second. Fix that. She's got a wardrobe malfunction. Sorry yeah. about that, people. Um, no, I just um, I didn't ask enough people, so. It, it, I asked like two people and it just didn't it wasn't cohesive enough it wasn't cohesive enough to yeah. use but um yeah that was kind of tough getting started out there too uh, for some reason like just getting moving and talking to people for sure yeah if anything yeah you know this is you know close to out of all the men in the streets that we've done you know that's like almost like 10 or so from you know like the Bernie the Super Bowl and uh, Pulga and all this shit and 
if there's one thing yeah that i've that i've noticed about going out and doing it is that like after you do like the first two you basically just start gaining confidence or i start getting confidence once like when um the first one's always really hard you know because i'm just like fuck you know like what are they gonna say i'm not sure how to pose the questions exactly yeah but the the very first one that i used um where i'm uh the, the very first thing that I, the very first thing that's in the cut is me asking uh, this this woman, and I'm just like, what did I say? I was like, uh, this is like the 47th an- this is the 47th anniversary of Pride, 47 years of laughter, joy, dildos flapping in the air, and uh, the woman laughed. You know, she thought it was really funny, and then I was like, can I get a big fuck yeah for uh, Pride? And it basically took like four times for me to basically get comfortable saying that phrase or yeah. that uh, the, that way of saying it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think you, you just have to go out there and, and just do as many as possible yeah. and get really comfortable in that way. And yeah, I was maybe. a little rushed too. Cause I was trying to get home cause was like, we had like, yeah. what did we do on Saturday? We shot a podcast, I guess. Yeah. And then get one of these. Okay. I mean, another what modest we, what brew. Did we do, what did we do on Saturday? Saturday? Came down here for something. That was Sunday. That was Sunday, but the day before we were here, we shot the podcast, I think. Yeah. And then we did something else, but I ended up staying here late on. Su- anyway, just typical stuff of. Watch the 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 Mundo at San Francisco Pride. Uh, leave your comments, share. Um, yeah, and if, you know, talk your shit. If I think if if you're cool with this stuff, please share it, man. That's the whole fucking point. Like like, don't just be like, oh great, give it a thumbs up, thumbs up. Definitely leave it a thumbs up, but um man put it on your wall like share it with people because that's the whole point like we want people to see it and i i was watching this one and i i'm kind of proud of it you know yeah. like yeah i think it's a really like a positive piece and it's kind of goofy and it's kind of funny typical mundo but i think yeah. it like the people who talked are like really um just they have like a lot of good energy and they're really proud of who they are and they're proud of like being like mexican they're proud of being gay and yeah. like it's a like a really cool like thing to see for sure, uh, yeah. Especially in contrast to all the fucking bullshit that um, that is associated with, um, you know, uh, Mexican people being gay and shit and brown and proud. Yeah. Do you have brown pride or do you have gay pride? <laughs> you can't have both. Can't have both. Yeah, you can. Um, we showed that it is yeah. possible to be brown and gay proud. Yeah. Proud, something like that. Um. But yeah, that was pretty cool. I I don't know what we're gonna do next. Um, You're about to take off for a fucking month, basically. Or... Yeah. <laughs> oh man, don't even remind me. I'm about to start another cycle of travel here. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to China again for. I'm only going for five days. But uh, I'm coming back on basically leaving Saturday. I'm coming back Thursday and then I'm flying out uh, basically the next morning to Massachusetts because I'm going out to uh, that MS squared thing that I do and then coming back on Monday. So I'll be here for a week and then I got to go back to China after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then after that, it's going to be a long trip. It's going to yeah. be like two, almost two weeks. Yeah, I wish there was a. Almost yeah. like a simple way. You probably don't have time, but to do some updates from from out there somehow. Or maybe take like the 360 cam or something. I don't know. Um, because, yeah, we've talked about it before, but I guess people haven't really seen it. And I'm not sure how much you're really allowed to show. But Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is mostly um, when it just becomes really busy. Like literally, like I've said in the last one, like I have to be – you know, there's a, a bus or a car or a van that picks us up at the hotel at 815. Yeah. And then we're on the way to the factory. <clears throat> and the earliest I might be back at the hotel is 730 p.m. That would be the very earliest. And after th- then, then you're just so fucking tapped out. You're tired. For like sure, you yeah. literally just are like, I just want to have food and pass out. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot of downtime. And that's that's the biggest challenge, because if I was just walking around like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it, you know, I can do sure. stuff. Um, but yeah, I should try to do something. And the other challenge I think is that, and actually I can get around this when I'm at a certain place, but at the hotel, yeah, yeah. At the hotel and in general public, you can't, um, you don't have YouTube access Hmm. and, or Facebook. Um, you have to, well, 
in some places it's re- very weird some places are okay like these special zones mm-hmm. and then sometimes when we're at some of these uh some of our partners will have like a you get like a vpn connection or something like yeah. that and that kind of gets you out of the 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 protective yeah. layer the restricted uh area or whatever that's pretty wild <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of nuts um so yeah those are the two challenges and then mostly i think mostly it is just the time and the energy and like you know like i'll go back and i'm just like i just want to have dinner and like pass out yeah or sometimes it's the opposite of and you're with a certain like coworker who just wants to fucking turn up and you're just like man all right, we're going to go have dinner and then you go have drinks and then it's even fucking worse this last time. But yeah, maybe we'll think of something. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely do like, I would say at least two podcasts when I'm back. So from the 11th through the 18th when yeah. I'm here, we'll, we'll drop a couple things and then we just got to figure out, uh, what to do with the content for the other stuff. We're getting an intern. Um, I forget his name, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's an Indian man, an Indian man. Um, actually he's a pretty cool guy, a friend of a friend, uh, who studied, uh, film and after effects and stuff. So what, what I'm thinking is we'll have him work on some animation stuff for the intros for these things. Yeah. And then maybe the title, like kind of yeah. spin some different things. Yeah. Cause you haven't noticed all of our graphics and technique. I'm supposed to be the artistic director, but, um, <laughs> you don't have good. anybody to direct. That's the problem. Yeah, but exactly. now you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, you can't direct yourself. You have yeah, you yeah. other people but to no, direct. But no, yeah, it's uh, – damn, yeah, um, graphic design is really fucking hard, and yeah, I really, like, fucking, uh, you know, uh, appreciate and respect all the people who do it super well <clears throat> because it's not it's not fucking easy. And, you know, you're sitting on fucking Photoshop. Well, he's not a graphic fuck. designer, so. is it, I mean, he's like a – He's ap- he's an animator. Sure, he knows After sure. Effects and visual sure. effects. So I think the point would be like you doodle shit or do whatever yeah, yeah. and have him like, True. you know, make animate it, it make, make it come yeah. to life from a video. Grab it's just it. like, yeah, it's like pull up Andy Warhol, just fucking make other people do the work and say it's yours. <laughs> Is that what he did? Kind of. I mean, really? Um, oh, no. I mean, he, he apparently, yeah, I guess he was like in advertisement and, you know, he was like a graphic designer, but eventually, you know, he, he was known for kind of mass producing um, all of his shit. And at one point, yeah, he had just like a factory of people like, you know, printing all of his shit out. <clears throat> but um, that doesn't make sense. What the fuck I just said? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, gluten, this gluten-free beer is... Uh, getting get your head? Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, this did you hear what what uh Trump tweeted this morning yeah, about Mika? What the fuck? I don't even know exactly what he said. I just saw the headlines. I, I'd like to. Um, hold on a second. What's this fool's name? Real Donald Trump. Trump mocks Mika Brzezinski. Says she was bleeding badly from a facelift. <laughs> it's it's so fucking pathetic, man. This guy. This fucking guy. Um, yeah, on on days when uh, I'm editing the Mundo stuff, like I feel like I just like miss everything for like a fucking like six hour block. Yeah, it's hilarious because that's actually not a long time. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the fact that you feel like it's like uh, you know you're missing out on life because it's six hours is mm-hmm. kind of sad actually. <laughs> um, you know, you used to have to wait a day to get the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, you know, uh, that, that uh, interview uh, of Dave Chappelle on, uh, on Sway. Sway, he talks about that and how, like, he, he actually, he says, um, and this was 10 years ago, actually, that this happened. It was yesterday, I think. Hmm. 10 years ago, uh, yesterday or today, uh, I think yesterday, uh, the iPhone was introduced for the first Shit. time. The iPhone 1, the original iPhone. Fuck. And... Chappelle said that he happened to be in San Francisco that weekend huh. and somebody was like, yo, you want to go to Macworld? And he's like, okay. And like, he's like, he said, I, I went by myself and I sat on the front row and I saw Steve Jobs. Holy shit. Bring, pull out the iPhone no for way. the first time. And he's like, if I had known what that shit was going to do to our world, I would have stabbed that motherfucker <laughs> in the heart. <laughs> That's sick. That's tight. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> Damn, what are the fucking odds? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah. Was that like 2006? When was it? 2007. Seven. Oh. Yeah, 2007. Shit. Yeah, it was exactly 10 years. I remember, you know, like I had I had left uh, Apple because mm-hmm. I was working there. I wasn't working on the iPhone, so I had no, I had an idea that it was happening. Yeah. But um, I wasn't working on it. And hmm. then, uh, yeah, a few months after I left, they're like, boom, here goes the iPhone. And everything changed after that. That's wild. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years of this shit. Like, I don't even know what the, f- well, used to be like, oh, what'd you do before email? Now it's like, what do you do before- without your phone, you know? Yeah. Um, definitely has changed, man. When I was like, your first time around, like you would email stuff. Now people like, I got, I just had somebody like, I got people from China texting me every day. This, this, this. I got to tell them sometimes like, stop, email me. Because it's like. Fuck, not only is it annoying, but there's no record. It's hard to keep track of decisions yeah. being made if they're on your personal text. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, you know, he told me to do this. Anyway, that's a really fucking boring thread. <laughs> um, so where the fuck are we going with that? Oh, yeah, today's events. Trump basically said something like one of the most obnoxious things he's ever said. Um, healthcare bill uh, was postponed until after july 4th <laughs> and the travel ban reinstated the, it was partially very partially, partially. reinstated um it's re- very weird I'm, I'm trying to figure out like why uh i think i think they're gonna because um, basically they said okay like this can be in effect but only if you don't have any sort of relationships mm-hmm. so if you if you have family here if you have like a, a business meeting or a conference or you're gonna be a student or you have a formal invitation or something like that. Yeah, that's okay. You just can't be like Joe Blow, whatever, and <laughs> be like, I want to go to the U.S. Yeah, which, I mean, who the fuck does that anyway? Most people like are coming here because they know somebody, or yeah, you yeah. know, unless you're coming on vacation or some shit like that. Yeah. But I mean, I would think that that's still going to be easy if you're like a terrorist. Like you could still fake it, or you're going to have somebody who's a relative. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that was the only thing that they reinstated is that if you don't have any sort of if you can't have if you can't document yeah a relationship with someone yeah. or a business then you you can't come um but they also it's a temporary stay because they're going to basically really really make a decision in the fall when the supreme court goes back in session and what I think they did, I think they, I don't even know. I, I read this somewhere and it makes sense to me is that they didn't say yes straight up or no straight up because <clears throat> they kind of just wanted, like they know it's, because basically some federal judges said this is illegal and they stopped it altogether, yeah. right? And they basically, then the, the Supreme Court came back and said, well, no, some of it is legal for now, but we'll make a decision later. I feel like it's a temporary thing to just kind of say to the federal judges, stop doing this. Like, these decisions have to come to us. Like, they're trying to stop federal judges from being political and from making these decisions or some shit like that. Uh, But that is the natural order of appeals, and that's why you have federal courts, and that's how the system works. But um, some people and something I read in Wall Street Journal said something to that effect. Um, kind of messed up i was just thinking is when we were out at a san francisco pride of thinking that unfortunately like those types of events are um you know prime for like a terrorist attack oh everybody was was scared dude so i was definitely like kind of i wouldn't say that i was like like scared or anything but i was definitely kind of looking around and just being like fuck you know like yeah some crazy fucker could easily like yeah, they they had a lot of uh, SWAT guys out, yeah, like yeah. Struck, straight like assault rifles. Uh, yeah. The SWAT cars were out, and I I was uh, listening to my favorite radio station NPR. <laughs> it's actually not my favorite radio station. <laughs> I can't stand it really. Sometimes, well, yeah. On I the can, weekends, it's unbearable. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. It's... I actually like. Wait, wait, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Garrison Keeler. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty awful, yeah. <laughs> but I I have listened to it before. Anyway. I I go through phases with NPR where I'm cool with it for like a month or two, yeah. and then it just drives me nuts because yeah. it's just like these really annoying, it's like dry intellectual. Yeah, I do like um, the only thing I definitely listen to, um, kind of like on a, on a almost like daily basis is Fresh Air. Hmm. 
Just because, you know, she... Tigris. 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 But anyway, they were talking about that on NPR, and they interviewed a few people who said that they almost didn't go because they were scared of that sort of thing. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, you know, I was really nervous, and all this stuff that had happened in London, and yep. I just... La, 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 la. So... Is it easier for people to get to, like, England or to London than it is out here or something? Oh, yeah. Is that why? Yeah, Is that dude. sadly why? Yeah. I think it's a lot easier, and it's... um. I mean, it's closer. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to yeah, go yeah. over the fucking ocean. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You could technically just kind of go through like, you know, like Morocco and kind of, you know, there's definitely a whole refugee crisis. And that's the whole argument that Trump is like, no, we got to keep them out. Like, they're having all this trouble and we got to do everything to keep them out. I mean, personally, I, I think if something happened, certainly like at a Pride event and at most of these events, it's not even an immigrant. It's a, a fucking crazy American exactly, yeah. who's got legal guns. Yeah. Because, you know, we let people buy crazy shit and whatever. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. every one of these, it's been somebody who maybe they were like, you know, considered themselves a Muslim or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. they but were American born. They were yeah. American born yeah. and they're just they're angry and yeah. they can buy all the guns they want. So yep. they're not, you know, not fucking. Yeah, there's it. not. They, we, we, it's fucked up. But, yeah, they it wasn't like this, like fucking intricate sort of like a plot of someone coming over here and uh, like being able to come over here and sneak over here and, and yeah san bernardino was a uh somebody yeah, who'd been the, here a long time boston pulse, the marathon boston pulse nightclub yeah obviously like all the fucking crazy white guys who've done it yeah like the worst things we've had happen have been like crazy crazy fucking white guys yeah like young males who are like nuts yep and that's what i would be afraid of mm-hmm. you know i'm not looking around for a muslim <laughs> i'm looking around for some like Fucking Some Timothy McVeigh, Timothy McVeigh, <laughs> cross-eyed fucking hillbilly motherfucker, yeah. who's like you know lost his job and you can blame gay people for it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's was. Uh, um, I just realized, yeah, that the Pulse nightclub thing happened like exactly a year, year ago. ago. Yeah, fucking yeah. sad. Yep, that's yeah, crazy. It was all fucking Latino too, pre- predominantly Latino. Yeah, a lot of Latinos people. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like a lot of people were on alert because of that and certainly pride events. Yeah, for sure. Big time. Ugh. Yeah, it was <laughs> this is totally random, but well, not not totally random, but maybe lighten the mood that yeah, definitely I saw two penises at um, <laughs> the the pride. Is this dude's just fucking walking naked. That was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> You I know, saw. I was dude. thinking, like, imagine that shit happening in Fort Worth. You know, like on that scale of of or in Texas or in the South. Of, I think people think of, um, rightly so, of San Francisco being like this very like liberal, like uh, gay friendly, and you know, you just think about all the people that, um, all of like the conservative people in the South that just would just like really grimace at all of this shit, or that they. <laughs> Uh, which is cool, you know, like I was saying earlier, it really was in, in a lot of ways like a privilege to be there and see all of that shit. And and um, I only wonder like if it's it's if if it's a bubble, you know, here in San Francisco, in the Bay Area of. I mean, it definitely the issue of like, you know, of of it not representing like America at large or, you know. The, right. But but the, I think the whole point is that it's it's this is like uh a center of progressivism or, you know, yeah. progressiveness or I don't know what the right word is there. Sorry. I'm not very good with words, but, um, like, and it wants to lead the, the world in this space, if you will. And, um, there's always going to be a place that seems like it's crazy because it is so progressive, Yeah, you know? And I mean, it's, it's really cool. I think like to see that and to see people like basically naked and comfortable with themselves and yeah. like, you know, half the people looked pretty fucking bad. Like, there wasn't, like, that many people that were, like, in shape or anything. It's yeah, just, yeah. like, normal-looking people Yeah, yeah. being naked. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Yeah. I don't really want to do I don't really want to take my shirt off and walk around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, people are, like, super comfortable, you know, and that's dope. Like, I wish I could be like that. I wish people weren't I wish ashamed. I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I have something to say. I'm going to take my shirt off real quick. I got something on my nipples. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
Yeah. No, I, I just, you know, it's it's very, like, you know, liberating. And I think people, like, out there, that was the cool thing for me is, like, people were, like, just super, like, chill. And actually, like, I think, like, you know, you were trying to provoke, like, this one woman, like, uh, being the Randy character, and that didn't make the cut. But, yeah, should no more, but... But, um, but people, yeah, it was people funny. weren't that taking was the funny. bait. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, people yeah. were just like, well, you know, and like just being very reasonable, you know, and just being like, you know, you should consider this. Yeah, so one is to explain that a little better. Um, we we had this uh, kind of bit that we wanted to do while we were out there where we basically would tell people, um, as like, oh, we, we brought a Trump supporter with us. Would you be willing to engage in a conversation with him? And it was really just me. Uh, with like a fucking wig on or like just like the Bernie Sanders yeah if you've seen seen that yeah if you haven't seen it um, check out the uh, this mother at the Bernie Bernie Sanders rally from before the election and so basically yeah you know um, we did it with one person it was this this woman um, and you know I was like the the whole thing was the the main kind of angle was like um, like why is there like why is there a need for a gay uh, gay parade you know you don't see a straight parade (laughs) <laughs> and the woman was like, "Is like, well, like, um, you know, if there was a straight parade, you know, I'd be there." And when she said that, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, uh, what do I say there? Like, uh, <laughs> right? uh, and it's like, and then I was like, "What do you?" And I'm pretending to be like this exaggerated Trump supporter. It's like I'm literally wearing like a blonde mullet wig, and I was like, um, uh, "What I say?" I was like, "What do you identify as?" Well, what do you? No, I asked her like, uh, "What do you identify as?" She's like a human being. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she kept stopping. She kept putting you in a, in yeah, a yeah. dead end, you know. For sure, and which is interesting too because it's basically like um, that woman. Not that she represents the whole LGBT community in any fashion, but it's like I feel like that that kind of person is much more willing to engage in a constructive constructive conversation, whereas like. The person or, or the the Trump supporter that I was trying to like parody would like never would never really engage in that sort of conversation, and it's frustrating, you know, that that people are willing to have that conversation on on the other side, but on the Trump side, it's more just like. Well, we're like, making a little bit of an assumption, but you're probably right. Um, right, right, yeah, right, because because you know we would have I would have thought that you know some and I would think that some LGBT whatever people would be more like whatever not more aggressive like be like i'm gay like i'm queer i'm here yeah and, yeah you know whatever whatever you know yeah like that person was just really dope and surprisingly more a lot of them were like that they were just very yeah. chill yeah right? um whereas yeah like you would you'd think on on average it's probably a lot more aggressive on the other side yeah um, or not even necessarily more aggressive just like not willing to uh yeah, engage in a conversation where you would kind of like gain something from it yeah because they're so steadfast in their beliefs whereas um i yeah. think a lot of other like people that are more i guess liberal for, for lack of a better word you know are um willing to yeah to, to kind of entertain other ideas and kind of talk through it as opposed to just being like outright like just you know like not accept that f- form of living whatever whether you're yeah i mean it was cool because she's like trying to put or people like that try to put you on equal footing yeah yeah exactly they're like no we're equals like you you might be randy homo homophobe yeah yeah. but we're still human beings so she made it about something else something bigger which is dope um what else happened out there how's the battery We've been going. We've got about fifteen more minutes. Ten, fifteen more minutes. Um, Ten, I guess. Right oh, did you put it on time code? Yeah. Nice. We just figured out time code on <laughs> GarageBand. GarageBand. Um, what else? I went to. Um, so Larissa is working at Airbnb now. My wife works at Airbnb, which is pretty dope, and I got a tour of that place. It's a little bigger than this place, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more upscale. Um, really cool office, man. They got like this awesome office, and they got all these. They have like free beer, free wine, free kombucha, 
free cold brew. Yeah. Dude, like on every floor, they got, oh, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it, like to contrast it with like a, uh, a different type of company in a different part of the world, like Lockheed Martin, you know, or something like, or like. Uh, contrast it with working at a factory in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, man, that people are fucking spoiled. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's I definitely, mean, yeah, an interesting um, part of the country and, and the world. A lot of shit is happening. And um, I think people are, yeah, trying to, um, I guess, catch up with, like, the, with the um, the advantages, I guess, that uh, the technology has, has brought us, especially here in Silicon Valley. And whether that is <clears throat> like egregious or not to some people, um, I think there are people here in, in Silicon Valley that are, despite you know like the the Travis County. and the Ubers of the yeah. of, of the of Silicon Valley that make the headlines. I think there are people like you know like Larissa or other people that are genuinely trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. You know, as like corny as that sounds and like. And get rich, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Is it, uh, Do you think, um, how would you describe like uh, Mark Zuckerberg in that context? Like, is he like a good person, you think? Well, he has committed to the giving pledge where he's going to give away like X, like yeah. a, a huge chunk of his money. Uh-huh. He um, he has <laughs> started giving away money at a much younger age than almost any of the, you know, other, yeah. like even Bill Gates and all these guys like, yeah, typically don't start till they're like, you know, 50 or 60 or whatever, but Zuckerberg has been extremely active in philanthropy. Um, he's got a hospital named after him. He's given <laughs> like, yeah. So I think he's trying to do good. Um, certainly much more so than Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos like is about to be the fucking richest. Who's that? Later, Aiden. Wait, do we need to let him out? Uh, I don't think Jose has left yet. We'll see. Yeah. All right. The guy told Jose to let us know if he was leaving. So. Okay. Um, sorry about that interruption. Just some uh, housekeeping <laughs> logistics here at our massive headquarters. Um, but yeah, Jeff Bezos is about to be the richest man in the world pretty soon in the next year or two. Yeah, and nobody knows what he's going to do with his money because he hasn't. He he didn't sign on to that giving pledge. Yep, he hasn't been involved in in any philanthropy. I think his <laughs> wife has something, or his parents, like a little hospital, or I don't know what, but yep. nowhere near the scale of what um, you know. Uh, Zuckerberg and others are doing what I will say that uh, Bezos is doing is you know he bought the WAPO the Washington Post hmm. which has completely turned around from being like a dying paper into something that um, has been extremely like uh, provocative and deep and very like insightful into over what's happening year, yeah. yeah over the last <clears throat> year basically and and it's really cool like they have their their motto is uh, democracy dies in darkness hmm. Like that's their tagline now, which is dope. But it's nice alliteration as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody got paid to. Do that. Um, democracy dies in darkness. That's fucking dope. I love it. I'm gonna say that all the time. Three Ds. Like, you keep the lights on in this bitch. We're democratic. Um, so it's yet to be seen if there's some ulterior motive. Yeah. He's kept it as a business, and which I think his probably from his point of view is that you know things are better when they're you know when they report to a PL to a profit and loss, and you know when people actually have to make money, as opposed to like running it as a nonprofit. But um, that's been pretty cool seeing that really grow and seeing somebody like you know he's becoming like I don't think anybody else has bought a paper and said I'm going to do this and taking this on like you had other people like Elon Musk start you know SpaceX and Tesla and which are very cool things we've talked about before but um, so that's pretty cool I'm not hating on Jeff Jeff Bezos I think like it'll be just really interesting to see what happens though over the next five to ten years because he is getting more and more powerful (laughs) you know they just bought Whole Foods Uh, I mean half the shit I buy if not more I buy it from Amazon because I'm a lazy bastard yep and I'm bored. I mean, I, like that one of the trips on China, I was like, I was like guilt. I was just like, no need, you know, I was just like bored. 
and like frustrated, and I was like, I'm gonna buy something. Like I go <laughs> on Amazon and I bought like something for my bike. <laughs> like I didn't need that. I'm just like sitting there, like it'll be there when I get home. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like that is pretty tight though. To it's amazing to do that. Yeah. No, it's fucking amazing, but. It's all concentrated there. I mean, they're definitely the next and now bigger than Walmart. You know, I don't know yeah. if, you know, and, and you know what happened to Walmart. You, I'd like to think that is uh, progress of some sort because I don't know. Have, have, the... have, have you read the articles about what it's like to work at Amazon? Hmm. It's fucking awful. Really? It is cutthroat. Shit. It is stressful. It is cutthroat because everything reports to that bottom line. Hmm. Can you make this more efficient? Can you make this more yeah, efficient? Yep. And like they're fucking ruthless, man. So. I mean, there's a price to be paid for that. There's a lot of burnout. There's a lot of people who love it, the Amazonians or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not from the actual... Not, uh... not from the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, those people are, have been displaced. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's there are a lot of, uh, you know, Amazon employees who love it and, and whatnot, but it's a brutal place to work, from what I understand. Um, that's the that's what it takes. I, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um but yeah, I think that the tech is doing like really dope shit, and um, I think a lot of the you know the the progress, certainly the financial growth that we've seen over the last twenty five years, has all been through tech. I mean, what was it before? Just like cars, and then oil, and oh, one of the biggest industries, which a lot of people don't talk about, but because it's not a consumer thing, is uh, defense. The military industry complex. Did you yeah. see that thing that Oliver Stone said? Mm-mm. You guys look this up. No, uh, Oliver Stone, uh, I think he must have received an award at the Writers Guild of America uh, yesterday or the day before. And he spoke some truths <laughs> to the youths. Uh, he basically was just like, you know, um, there, he talked about the military industrial complex. He talked about how this is a system that is uh, furthered by both Democrats and Republicans, and that um, far too often, you know, we're driven by this like profit motive as opposed to the truth, and that um, as writers and as artists and creatives, you have to remember to isolate yourself sometimes, and that he gets frustrated when he hears a lot about writing rooms. Uh, because basically you're just writing for the consensus for what other people want. Yeah. Whereas you should be searching for the truth, and sometimes that means you need to be alone. And take LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you all are yes. Experimented. Oh, dude, hell yeah. yeah. And that, that you know, that, that brought me, like, back to Oliver Stone, because I actually, like, used to really, I mean, and I, yeah, I, I really love Oliver Stone's early stuff. Like, Salvador is actually one of my favorite movies. I love Platoon. Um, really good stuff that he did early on, up to Natural Born Killers. Um, but he definitely took a a twist there, you know, as of late. Uh, definitely the scripted stuff. I don't think I just don't think he's that interested in narrative anymore. Yeah, I think he's doing all this documentary work, which is great for sure. But it's certainly, you know, it seems to be definitely very like. Uh, well, he's injecting himself in it. Because he's interviewing people, so yep. he's becoming like this kind of Michael Moorish sort of figure. <laughs> oh God, you know. But uh, Michael Moore is definitely like left, like left Democrat. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like Oliver Stone is like, like fucking. I'm hearing the X Files thing in my head. You yeah, know? yeah. Like he's that guy now. You know. Sure. Um, and he, but he's definitely left. Oh, uh. how old is he? He's like in his seventies. He's probably early seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know he went to? Where did he go to school? George Bush, I think. That's yeah. tight. <laughs> yeah. Or that w. he's uh, he went, yeah, H.W.? Went. No. Fucking H.W., he's like, is that fool still alive? Yeah, he's like fucking like 95 years old. Yeah, no, G-Dub. Yeah. G-Dub. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, so that's a cool Oliver Stone thing. You guys should check out this little clip. It's on. It's been making the rounds on Facebook today. Nice. Um, I saw Oliver Stone speak at San Francisco Film Society once. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely a fan. I, I, I love the the early uh, attitude and stuff, but man, like that last movie he did with Del Toro about narcos. Oh like, man, that was so bad. Awful. Shit. It was awful. Fucking A. And then like the second Wall Street. Eh. I actually saw that movie with your brother now that I think about it. Really? Yeah. At, uh, yeah, the, the theater. You were living in Dallas that summer? Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, yeah. That's well, a shitty movie. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, if you've never seen Salvador, have you seen Salvador? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Salvador's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Jim Belushi. It's fucking fun. That's For a really sure. good movie. Um Yeah, that's about all that I got. I don't know. Any other topics? Uh, just past the hour here. Just past the hour. We're gonna go uh get some drinks with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, good friend of mine from Fort Worth. A technically yeah, this mother alum. He helped out on motherfucking yeah. Marco and shit and yeah. other shit. Um Yeah. Helped out when we first started three years ago. Um, Maybe getting involved again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's in town. He's got family here in the Bay Area. Yep. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Um, Man, I remember that night. Like, we got fucking hammered at that festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Let's tell that story very briefly. Uh, What was it? Um, The Fort Worth Film... Lone Star Film Festival. Lone Star Film Festival, yeah. And it was for twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, just short film that. Uh, yeah, Jesus made and and. So I did a short four years ago. Yeah. And it well, played at the Lone Star Film Festival. Festival yeah. Which is um, still pretty young, right? It was like at that point, it was like the third or fourth year. No, actually, it started in two thousand seven. But yeah, at that point, it was like the third or fourth year. Well, it was three. It was like seventh or eighth year or something. Anyway, when it happened, it was this was like two thousand thirteen or fourteen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so long story short, um, uh, Fort Worth Film Festival, Fort Worth Lone Star Film Festival, uh, Jesus had this short film that was playing, and what what the fuck did it win? I was it won best short film. It won best short film. Yeah. And so they were having, um, they were they were holding like. But we award- didn't know this. Yeah. But they were holding the awards ceremony at, at a bar, uh, Flying Saucer in. Oh, the patio. Yeah, area. In, yeah, yeah, in Fort Worth, Texas. And um, yeah, it was like uh, Jesus, and then basically like a group of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, you guys come, and I'll yeah. get you guys in. You know, everybody yeah. came, and they had an open fucking bar. Yeah. And they had like high end beers. Yeah. And like Shemaze. Yeah. And Shemaze. Like, dude, right? They had Shemaze, right? Yeah. People were drinking fucking $13 Shemaze, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And like they we had. We thought a, that, yeah, we thought that we were like, fuck, this is going to be a fucking retarded bill. Yeah. Um, they're like, no. It's it's on the house, yeah. And um, so we got fucking hammered. And then Sammy wanted yes, to smoke weed. So <laughs> I'm a fucking just, yeah, like a fiend pothead. Especially back then, too. Like, I don't, I definitely don't smoke as much weed as I haven't seen you like that in a long time. Yeah, yeah. But basically, like, um, especially, yeah, when, when, when I'm drinking, too, is like, oh, I just, you know, I want to smoke weed. I just want to smoke a fucking <laughs> joint or something. And, you know, out here in California, like, that's what's crazy. It's like, you can do that shit, and it's, it's cool. You could have smoked right there. Yeah, I could have smoked it, right there, it and it would have been all right. But deal. when you're in Fort Worth, Texas, it's a different story. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, go back home or to your patio. But um, <laughs> uh, mixed in with, you know, my only child syndrome. I was just like, man, I would like, it, you know, it was like, like 9 p.m. I was like, man, I want to go. Like, I want to just like smoke weed. And uh, so, yeah, basically just rolled a fucking joint in the middle of this fucking patio in Fort Worth, Texas, downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, yeah, my friends were just like, man, what the fuck are you doing? And everybody was like having a good time drinking yeah. free beer yeah, 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 and yeah. eating free I just nachos. wanted to take it to the next level. <laughs> and um, yeah, basically rolled a joint and smoked it right there. And yeah, because uh, you know, I have you know, only child syndrome, and the all of the uh, the bullshit that comes from that. <laughs> we fucking, I think uh, it's improved. You've worked on your yeah, yeah, especially yeah, especially you know. OC. Shout out to my girlfriend who definitely keeps me in check in that regard. But long Dude, story short, I, think, I, I mean, I think, th- let's go back to the only child. I think Boke and I kept you in check for a couple true, years that's before true. your girlfriend got here. That's true. That's true. We definitely. But changed. then when it, when when it actually not to go down this goddamn rabbit hole, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the point is, you know, maybe we're looking into the specifics too much. That was a fucking funny ass night, you know, because well, you won the best short film, and we had no idea. Yeah, we, we had were no just idea. getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. And by the time, and we thought we were you you were paying for it. You you thought you were gonna be. Yeah, I thought my I have to the pay bill for it. Yeah, for, yeah. for that yeah. shit, and uh, it was like me and like four of my friends. It was like me, Jesus, who we just mentioned. Jacko. Uh, Jacko, Sadie. Sadie. And I think that's, that's it. it. That's it. It was just like. But that's five of us. And yeah. we were drinking and drinking and <laughs> drinking. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be expensive. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, and then they're like, they start announcing the awards uh-huh. and they like call my name. 
And everybody like looks at each other like, oh shit, you won! And like I, w- I had to walk up there and get this award. Yeah. And like I don't know what I said because yeah. I was so fucking hammered. Yeah. Um, and then where the fuck were your friends at night? <laughs> with no, at home with their kids. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. People got kids, They're man. Got time to support the arts. They got time to fuck it. Oh man, I don't know why I didn't call those fuckers like Ramon and Julian. I don't yeah. know that would they would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> but uh, so then we won the award, and we're like, oh my god, you won all this shit. Yeah. And then they're like, it's free. We're like, oh shit. Stutter of a that night. That wasn't enough for me. I just needed that. He still that needed weed. that weed. Yeah. He was like, I want to go, guys. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. I'll just roll it right here. Which is so fucking retarded because they don't they fucking arrested, play. Yeah. They don't fucking play out there. That's um, with that. Anyways, yeah, that guy, uh, Jesus Lopez, is um, rolling through tonight. What's going so, on? Nothing. I, my, he actually just texted... Uh, I'm gonna watch this video here. There's a cat eating watermelon. Nice. Oh, look, it's eating watermelon. It's fucking Asian people. I'll add it to the. Alright, the battery's about to run out. We just passed the hour here. It's a good time to. There's a cat eating watermelon. It's so cute. Alright, guys, thanks for watching. Please remember to like, share, subscribe. Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, Instagram to your mom, to your sister, to your Sancha, to your Sancho, and most importantly, tell the high school principal. Thanks, guys. See you next week.